Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is NBA Today, hosted by Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Steph Curry is 10 threes away from becoming the NBA's all-time king. When will he be crowned? And how long will it be game time in Portland? Lillard speaks, we listen, and tell you what the next steps are. Plus, what's right for the Lakers? Here's a hint. LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, don't worry, we'll explain. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, joined by Vin Sanity over there, Mr. Vince Carter himself, Mr. Carry On himself, Kendrick mm-hmm. Perkins, and two-time WNBA All-Star Janae Agumake. Two-time. Two-time. Not one. Two-time. The rest of the world, the rest of the NBA world, no, the rest of the whole world, dang it, they were watching Steph Curry last night because we are watching for when he is going to break that three-point record. So let's take a look at what happened last night. Steph Curry and the Warriors are taking on the Blazers. Remember, the Blazers are way shorthanded today. Steph Curry, he started out a little bit cold, though. Everyone's so excited, so I think things were not necessarily authentic to, like, yeah. force him the ball, feed him the ball, but you know he'll settle him, especially with CJ and Dame being out. This was their night to shine. Well, and he shook it off right there. And you got to imagine, right, that Chase Center, they were inhaling and exhaling with every three that went up. You can hear, oh, oh. So the countdown is on. You can see it on the lower bar. 13 threes away, 12 threes away. And don't worry, he just kept making them rain. So let's head to the third quarter here. It's more Steph time. This is patented Steph Curry. I mean, look, could have potentially been a foul. I'm glad they didn't call it. They got rid of those. But right there, this is what he does best, just make contested shots. And then he does it like this, too. And turn the corner, nice little screen, and that's money, baby. Where are we at? Ten away? Ten away. So that's where he would land for the night, ten three-pointers away. But then we go to the fourth quarter. He gets in the paint, too. A little nifty. Doesn't settle. Getting his numbers up. Wait for Philly. And the Warriors beat the Blazers. Here's Draymond Green after the game. For me, I'm just trying to screen for him and pass to him. Uh, Give him as many shot attempts as we can. Obviously, without hijacking the game, trying to do it, trying to get it in the flow, but you're, you're a little more aware of trying to get in the ball. To make that many threes in one game, obviously, it's never been done before. He made six, which is nothing for him. I don't think I ever did that in my entire career. One time, it was just a whole home game, but a, a win, and we're happy with that. Just a ho-hum game. (laughs) So let's take a look at the ho-hum odds for when Steph will break the all-time three-point record. This is according to Caesar Sportsbook. Monday's game, that's against the Pacers, that has the lowest odds at minus 180, as that's the game that he's on pace to break it. That's based on his season pace, right? So Curry's next game is Saturday against his brother, Seth. A little family rivalry, maybe, against the 76ers. That's at plus 425. And Seth and Tyrese Maxey were asked yesterday about Steph potentially breaking the record against them on Saturday night on ABC. Here's what they said. Would you like to see get that record up there? Uh, no. no <laughs> 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 
No. I mean, like, you, you want it for your brother. You can see Steph was a little bit torn there. Seth was a little torn. And then Tyrese Maxey's like, nah, we don't want it against us. We don't want that. So, so he needs 10, right, to break the record. He's averaging five and a half threes per game. So, Vince, when does he do it? He's doing it against the Sixers. Oh. And, 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 but, Shanae, you said it. The only thing, he can do that if he gets it within the floor of the game. You know, don't press. I think you, his first couple of shots, he pressed. He was trying to get three or four of them in the first two minutes of the game. But once he settled in, once Steph settles in, and their offense and their, their guys, they understand how to play the game. And, hey, we want to get Steph? We're going to put him in triple screens. We're going to get him in high screens out of transition, let him shoot from damn near half court. You know, so I, I don't think he needs to press the issue. Cheney, you have a little sibling rivalry. Would you let your sister come in and do this? Do you think it's going to happen? No, never, <laughs> never, ever would I have it happen to me. Now, mind you, the first few years in the league, I was with the Connecticut Sun. I was drafted number one. I'm only telling you oh, this. I was only telling you this because oh, when you, no when you have the number no, one pick, <laughs> when you have no, the no. number one pick, your team is usually not that great. Oh, okay. So we got work. But I will tell you, my first match, Matchup, uh, jump ball. You know, I'm like, we're, you know, they're like, you're gonna guard each other. Yeah. I was so excited, so I'm running back and I'm like, hey, Nick, I can't believe we're doing this. She did not hear me. <laughs> she went to the mid mid post, hit me with the jab, fade away, and I was like, oh shoot, I gotta come to play. So that's the energy siblings have. Now Steph and Seth. I know a lot of people talk about Seth's numbers, but Seth's percentages, he's got to be confident as well. So you, but think, I get it. Is it gonna happen? You know what? No, is no, it happening on Saturday? I want it for the story. Now I'm an analyst. I'm switching from <laughs> athlete to the analyst. Yeah. I want the storyline. It'll be special for the family to be there, but realistically, I'm forcing him to New York. But here's the thing: you mentioned the storyline, right? Do you th- the okay. Knicks, yeah, she's the Knicks, all- yeah, Harden, which is yeah. another great story. New right? York that's another- is wishful. That's thinking. another great wishful story. Thinking. Is, is, is thinking, it wishful Vince. thinking, Perk? Is, yes, is that you don't thinking. think it's all the way going to be till Monday, or you think it's going to be? It's, Saturday. Look, first of all, look, he don't want to do it on league pass against the Indiana Pacers. <laughs> why not? Why really not do it? Why not do it, why not do it when the when the lights are bright? When the lights are bright on ABC primetime yes. Saturday? No, not, no college out. football is all going to be eyes on Steph. Mm. But I, you know what? Watching the game last night, I witnessed something. Steph Curry is the people's champ. Mm. When you look at Steph Curry, everybody was watching this game last night. Everybody, if you couldn't get to a television or your phone, if you was traveling like I was, you were watching it play by play just to see if he would break the record. Yep. That showed a lot. And I go back to the point of just thinking about the case of Russell Westbrook when he was chasing the triple-double record, right? Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of critics out there were saying that he was stating his, uh, padding his stats, trying to chase you know, rebounds, watch Stephen Knight. Adams box out, he go get a defensive rebound to break the record. You don't feel that energy with Stephen Curry. Mm. It's because people it, they 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 gravitate towards him. They 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 want to see him. He brings such joy to the game of basketball. And not criticizing Russell Westbrook because I feel like you know he'll go down as one of the top you know one of the greatest point guards of all time, top seventy five player of all time, top fifty in my eyes. But Steph. 
Steph is just different in the effect that he has on people. Well, from what I'm hearing you guys say, though, and this is when is he going to break the record? When is he going to break? He's going to break it, right? It's going to happen. We yeah. know that. Is it a matter of when or is it a matter of the story that's going to be told not around it, right, Vince? It's, it's a matter of not, Why said, not, not the Knicks. Knicks. He said not the Knicks. That's but, look, it's going to be tough. <laughs> Steph Curry, he's had 10 threes 22 times over the course of his career. And guess what? The next closest person to have that many threes. Five. Clay Thompson had it five Clay. times. Teammate, right? how cute. And then after that, it's Dame had it three times. So this is something where over the course of his career, it's not like he's done this all the time. Steph is amazing. It would be so fun to watch it go down on Saturday just for the story, that trash talk back and forth. Yes. Also, Seth has never outscored his brother in a game. So maybe this is the one that Seth just turns it all on its head. And that's one where he's breaking the yeah. records. But you guys, there were plenty of big performances last night. Let's let's start with Nikola Jokic, right? Okay. He went for 39 points, 11 rebounds. Rebounds, 11 assists. This was his 61st career triple double. Light work, Cheney. Has he been playing mm. better this season than his MVP season? No, I think he's just consistently picking up where he left off last year. And I think, you know, a lot of times pandemic break, people were like, oh, I let things go. He did not. He timed things up. And I think that's really shown benefits in his game. Pandemic break. Yeah. He did not take it. All right. <laughs> So the 76ers, they won their third straight game behind 32 and 8 from Joel Embiid. Hey, we got our money yesterday. I think that was Tyler. We said over 40 million. Hey, so Janae's thinking about her money, but Perk was thinking about his Twitter. What did you tweet after the game? Where's that running? Here we go. Oh, oh, what? I got to look at my phone. I'm looking for the tweet. What a tweet. I'll get you Uh, your tweet, Perk. uh, I'll get you your tweet. You had some big (laughs) tweets. But in his home state, Kyle Kuzma, he hit a game-winning three when less than a second left in overtime. He dropped 26 points. He speaking tied of tweets. As a, yeah, speaking of tweets, Kuz. Look at Kuz. Where does this rank in terms of off-season acquisitions? Don't wave to him. It, it ranks high, I think, Janae. Oh, absolutely. And Washington has been a great surprise this season. But this guy, was he won the night for me. Really? Brandon Boston Jr.? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, he, he had 27 points. Yeah, and, you know, being able to balance playing in the G League and then, you know, fulfilling his potential. I know it's been a difficult year. Friends with Terrence Clark, the late Terrence Clark, unfortunately. Mm. And so this was bigger than one game for him. It was about a moment, and that's why he was my MVP of last night. Well, and the Clippers, they didn't have Paul George, and so who else had to step up? I, I'm not sure people were thinking it was going to happen that way, mm. but that brings us, Perk, to America's favorite segment. We'll show you your tweets. Yeah, here we go. Won't here we go. anymore. Your favorite tweets. Here go one of them. Yes, about B.J. Boston. 30 teams passed on B.J. Boston, 29 exact. I just had to, you know, round it off. Come on now. I might need to put my name in the hat for these front office positions. Carry on. Oh. Let me tell you. I love love sitting up here and breaking down the game. I love working for ESPN. But look, if you're going to be passing up on a guy like that, and not being able to evaluate talent and see that this guy could really play. See, what happened was his draft status had dropped because of the situation. He was emotionally not there because of the passing of his friend. And people didn't realize that, and they held it against him instead of going back and watch what he did in Kentucky. And to all the GMs that passed on him, shame on him. I'm glad he's out there getting an opportunity right now 
Ty Lue trusting him. After the game, he said, B.J. Boston won us this game. And guess what? He didn't earned himself more minutes, yes, more playing time, and he will be part of the rotation. Well, the fact that you're so high on on him coming against the Celtics, who you played for, that, mm-hmm. that says something. Does that mean to you that this maybe it stung a little bit more with a last name like Boston beating the Celtics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It did I'm hurt. Kidding, because I, no, it did hurt because I thought the Celtics were kind of turning the corner a little bit. And all of a sudden, when you look and you see Paul George is out the game, I'm like, okay, no Jalen Brown, but you got Jason Tatum. Mm. Jason Tatum has to be the best player on the floor. And then mm-hmm. turns out he wasn't the best player on the floor. It was B.J. Boston. Okay, so Boston was one of several standouts around the league last night. We showed you a few of them, and I heard Boston. Maybe that's the, the – today you said that <coughs> might be the performance you were most impressed by, right? Yes. But, Vince, I want to start with you. The MVP of Wednesday night was whom? Nikola Jokic. Boom. 39-11-11. That's big boy numbers. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's, that's not just a triple-double. That's a big boy triple-double. <laughs> I mean, you see, it's, I mean, he, he can do it all. He did it all. And he makes tough shots. I mean, look at his passing ability. He creates for everyone else and, his, and himself. I mean, and when you talk about a guy that can hit tough shots, not just tough shots in the paint, but tough shots out on the perimeter. Mm. I mean, you, you see, uh, you know, guys just, when he takes a step back one-legger and throws it, to the top of the arena and it falls in and you just like what right he's a big man you're not you know? supposed to do that and yet and you look, he does right, and yet he does do Janae. anyone else you want to add to the list you know what i love i love birthday buckets oh. and josh christopher courtesy of the hottest team in the nba the houston rockets got some major birthday buckets off of the bench seven for seven 18 points to me that was the icing on the cake but what houston has done is remarkable i mean aren't they the first team in nba history to have a 15 game losing streak and we'll then a seven game win streak right on its yes, heel and they are. And it's take, it takes everybody, but yeah, to see the young players step up, it's been fun. You know what? I, I, I love Vince Point, and I love Sinead. I love your pick as well, but I got to go with the big Philly. You know, being in being in Charlotte mm-hmm. on back-to-back nights, not back-to-back, but playing them twice a row in the same, in the same city, look, the Hornets had a chance to scout for this man. They had just played him uh, two days ago. And he still went out there and served them in great fashion. I mean, look at this. I mean, this is just beautiful to watch from a big man perspective. We all call him a, you know, baby Elijah one, but it's just beautiful. But can I say this real quick? Sure. I know I haven't been in the studio for like a, we did miss like, your a, like a week, but I'm looking around. There's more TVs. It's starting to feel like I'm in Best Buy. <laughs> Well, we got we got you. If you, if you need, is that you saying you need one, Kirk? I mean, um, televisions everywhere. Well, on all of the televisions that are all around our studio, we still have much more to come on NBA Today. So Dame addresses the drama surrounding him in Portland. So what's the next step for Lillard and the Blazers? And hey, hey, Vince Carter is here, and you know what that means? It means he needs to take us to the upper room. Yeah. The best of the week is Obi Toppin. Is his East Bay going to be enough to get him through the velvet ropes? Ooh. Plus, what to do? Dwayne Wade and Kyrie Irving have to do with LeBron's success this season. Yeah, you heard me, this season. We'll explain when NBA Today rolls on. NBA Today is brought to you by Marathon. Driven forward. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. 
and boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. Since the end of last season, it's been a lot of people saying they heard this and Dame said this. He needs to end up in Boston with Jason Tatum or in Philly with Joel and B. The last thing I'm I'm thinking about is waiting for it to, to get tough and then bailing out. I would love for him to be a New York Nick. That's his number one preference to be at Madison Square Garden. In trouble. Ten toes in, in your city. I feel confident and comfortable with that and I'm willing to live with whatever the result of that is. So that was Damian Lillard on this show the first week of the NBA season, but this year it's been a little bit of a struggle for him, both on the court and with injuries. And with Dame having missed the Blazers' last five games, the last four being losses, they're 11-15, and 15, and they're a half game behind the Timberwolves and the Kings for that final play-in spot that's in the Western Conference. And before I show you these numbers, this is not normal for Dame. So he is averaging just 21, 21.5 points per game. That's on pace to be his fewest since 2014-2015. He's shooting under 40% from the field for the first time in his career and a career low 30% from three. And usually we see him shoot his way out of this, but he hasn't been playing lately. And here's the crux, the hot topic. Why we are talking about this, right? This offseason, Dame is eligible to sign a two-year, $106.5 million extension in July, and that would include the highest single-season salary in league history. That's on top of the three years remaining on his current deal. And Dame and his reps, they'll be negotiating with that whole deal with that new GM after Neil Wolshey was fired last week. And Dame made a pop-up surprise appearance on SportsCenter last night and responded to all of the talk swirling about his future in Portland. So take a listen. We haven't had the start that we wanted, um, you know, but I'm, we're a work in progress, you know, and myself, the rest of my teammates, and Chauncey, you know, it's, it's a partnership with them, and everybody wants to win, everybody wants to, you know, get this thing turned around, and I'm just trying to be a part of the solution to that, you know, and, and get us going in the right direction, and that takes time, you know, we knew um, it was going to be some growing pains with a, a new coaching staff, uh, first-time head coach, and so many new guys, and uh, we're just working our way through it. Dame is such a sport with those pop-up interviews just coming on, right? So Dame has also said that he may he may return to the lineup on Sunday for the Blazers' next game. They host the Timberwolves that day. But Dame has maintained a pretty positive outlook today. So how do they taking kind of back take a step back on the court? How do they turn things around at this point? Honestly, I don't even think the issues are on the court because Dame is a consummate professional. When he shows up, yeah, he might be having a down year, but that man has been super heroic for not only that franchise, but the city overall and for the game. I mean, big time Dame. uh, He's given us so many monikers, you know, Logo Lillard and all of that. I think right now what Dame is saying that he's doing, meeting with every person involved in that organization and that the front office personnel, that's not necessarily what you want your franchise player doing. You want them focusing on basketball. Mm. I love that he's going above and beyond, and I love the synergy he has with Chauncey Billups. But everything else, like, he shouldn't have to deal with that. Mm. And I think it's interesting <coughs> as we hear those factors come up, I'm sort of thinking it's, it's great that he's extending himself, but he should just be focusing on getting healthy and hooping, create an environment where he 
only focuses on that, you know? Right, but to me, the fact that he's continuously coming out, the fact that he's continuously talking about this, the fact that he's continuously coming out and saying, hey, by the way, I've been saying the same thing for the last several weeks, I want to make this work, mm -hmm. that tells you something. Because like you said, he could just be keeping quiet, focusing on his rehab, but he's not. So, Perk, at this point, <coughs> what would you tell Dame? You know what? I feel like he, right now he's torn between the two, and it's because of his relationship with Chauncey Billups, okay? They're very close. And he said that on our yeah, show, yeah, right? He yeah. said, I want to, when something goes down, when something goes poorly, I want to be the one that continues to show up for Chauncey, yeah. first-year head coach. Yeah, now, with, with that being said, my advice to Dame is get out. And get out fast. Because, look, here's the thing. He's going to go down as the, the, the greatest trailblazer of all time and for stats for us in history books or whatever the case may be but I'm going to continue to double down <coughs> on the point that it reminds me of a lot of Kevin Garnett the same type of situation the same age the same type of you know franchise player that gave everything to their franchise KG is the best Timberwolf of all time but we will remember we will remember at his Hall of Fame speech what did he say I regret not leaving and coming to Boston early. Now, it comes down to the point of what do Dane want his legacy to be? You know what I mean? Is he want his legacy to and be? And I'll answer that. He told me he wants to win MVP and win a championship. Period. And That's all he has left. Well, well, he can win the MVP, but he's definitely not winning the championship in Portland. I'm telling you that right now. I mean, it's not happening. Okay, so, I mean, we've seen guys who want to do it, you know, Giannis, right? That's what I'm thinking of. Do it, quote-unquote, the hard way. So, Vince, do you think a change of scenery is that what would benefit Dame here? <clears throat> I, I agree with Perk as far as, is, yes, it would benefit him, but the thing is, that's not what he wants to do. And we can't hold that against him. And, and my thing is, I just don't want the organization to, to sit back. He's like, oh, man, we know we got a good one here. He's for us. No, that's your, you're supposed to, you're supposed to sit back like a proud child and like, man, he loves us. Do for him. Put up for him. Speak out on his behalf now, like he's doing for you guys. Because every time something comes out about trading, this, that, and forth, he comes out like, no, you didn't hear it from me, so it didn't, ha it, it didn't happen. That's not being said. And But you, you never hear anything on the other side as far as them saying, you know what? No, we're doing everything we can to make sure we keep Dame. Dame's happy, and we honor his wishes as far as bringing talent to Portland. Because he said it time and time again. I want to do for now Chauncey Billup. I want to be here. I want to, you know, win here. Like, like you said, like Giannis. So at some point, you got to look at the organizations. Like, yo, step up before Dame now turns his his back and changes his mind and does like Perk says and get up out of there. Well, Perk's looking a little bit incredulous. What's what's going on, Perk? Because we we can't compare Dame Dame uh, Dame situation to Giannis. Two completely different Why? players. No, 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 no. But, but because not comparing it to. Uh -huh. Not compared to two. Just, no, in, terms of, just, just like, in terms of the, no, the loyalty I'm, to a I'm small market about the, factor yeah, yeah. and wanting to win in yeah, the place that brought you it. into the league, that you built yeah. a home, that people have been saying all of these different yeah, things but, about. Yeah, but y'all have to realize, like, Giannis, with Damis, what Damis trying to accomplish, Giannis has already accomplished. And I'm not talking about I'm not that. talking about the championship. He said that he wants to win the MVP. Giannis has two of those. It wasn't hard to attract players or get a Drew Holiday in to come and play with Giannis. Look, besides an old Carmelo Anthony and a LaMarcus Aldridge that left, what other player, what other all-star has the uh, Portland Trailblazers been able to bring in? Right, well, so so that's that's the 
the this, right? Like it, it's like okay, That's with with, well, well, with Giannis, right? What we're talking about here, we're <laughs> talking about a, a player who wanted to do it in the city that he came up in. He was able. You said it. He won MVP once. He won it again. He said, "Don't call me MVP until I'm a champion." What Damian Lillard? It seems like he's saying, right? He wants to win, Perk. He also wants to win in Portland. But maybe the conversation, what I'm hearing you guys say, needs to shift from where should Dame go to who does Dame need. And that's the conversation that you're looking to have, Perk? Oh, I mean, look, this here's the thing. When did Giannis decide that he was going to stay in Ahead Milwaukee. of winning the championship uh, season? I, he decided, I mean, he's, that's uh, he, kind of been yeah. – I mean, I will rephrase that, actually. He has – always said uh, his hope was to be right. able to do it, so, but officially committed the season. Right, so when did he sign the, the, the big contract? Right After, before. Right before the season, once when he saw won. that they were making moves, right? Once the organization Traded started Eric to make Bledsoe, moves. Traded Eric Bledsoe, brought in Andrew, Drew Holiday. Yes, they started, uh, they started to show him better. I'm going to show you. So that's what you're saying, though. You're saying Portland right now, the, the responsibility falls on the organization to show Dame Precisely. this is yeah. what's up. They haven't showed him yet. And, yeah. and we're talking about a 30, 30, 31-year-old, a 30-year-old, and a, a guy that's 26. Well, they did make the Western Conference Finals just a couple of years ago with a similar group. But you're right. If you think about the premier players, we got a nostalgia pick you know, from Carmelo Anthony, which was great because it, in essence, revived his career. But other than that, it's difficult to say that they've done the requisite needs for them to say, like, we're building something that is, you know, consistent, keeping us in the Western Conference Finals. Well, and the Trailblazers, we keep talking about the organization. The organization right now, there's not a face, specific face that we're talking about because there isn't a general manager who is yet tasked with making this monumentous decision. And speaking of monumentous, you guys want to see some monumentous dunks? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, Vince, get in there. Whatever. Hey, Vince, you want to take us to the upper room? for the best dunks of the week? <laughs> Coming up next is the Upper Room, baby! <laughs> Let's go! All dunks, all amazing! Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're watching NBA Today, live from Los Angeles. We have arguably the greatest dunker in the history of this league in Vince Carter. Welcome to the upper room. I pick who's oh. going to take it to the upper room. He's like, bro, did he really try to jump with me? I did this my rookie year, too. I'm oh! Ugh. I tell you what, put him on the ground. We call that a body bag. May he rest in peace. Look at that view right about there. Some people levitate. It's levels to this hurry. He makes it look so easy. Security guard, please open that velvet rope. Bang. So you guys didn't see it in the commercial break, but Vince is over here rubbing his hands like this, yeah, blowing on him like that. Let's go. Does that Burn mean you're ready hands. to take us, Vince Carter, to the upper room? Let's go. Do it. Let's start. I, I, let's start. You ready, Vince? I'm ready. All right, we're starting ready. with Marcus like, Smart. His putback on. Gobert's head. All right, so so <laughs> oh. we know Gobert's a shot blocker, but you still got to check the review mirror. Marcus Smart said, I got a little bounce here too, you know. I didn't even know Marcus Watch. Smart could dunk. 
man. No, seriously. A lot of people say, like, how athletic? What? I don't know. He took it to another level. Yeah, he did. All right, so that's in contention. I like that, Vince. Well, next, this is a familiar face, Vince Carter. John Collins. Okay. We've seen him before. Perk, Shanae, have any of you ever been to a baptism? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, now you have. Mr. John Collins has been baptizing people this year. He he got something on his mind. That's why they call him John the Baptist, don't you know? John, you are blessed. May he bless in peace. <laughs> My goodness. He doesn't look like he comes in and peace. It, it, it's My a, it's Lord. a reach back, right, Vince? It's a it's, reach back. Sometimes the worst passes. Yeah, the face and, and the, all the, that. The reach back. And it was a little contact. <laughs> yes, you know, a little contact in there. I, I got to witness this next one in person. This is just. Oh. Juan Toscano Anderson <laughs> says, excuse me. I'm taking a ride on the Golden Gate right now. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, Look at his arm. See that? okay, there you go. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, he had to stretch out because that is a shot blocker. That's do we need to see another do. one? I, I guess we do, right? Javale McGee was a good three. sport about There's it too. More. There is more. So let me ask you guys: What do you guys know about March 7, 2020? Um, I'll tell you. Ob Toppin did this dunk against George Washington between the legs in college. Mm. So he said, "Let me re- let me show the NBA folks." How we do that it. was practice. This and is he real. Does it just so easy. Wow. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Look. Just so easy. Have you ever done Tibbs. that? Uh, yeah. Tibbs ain't gonna like yeah, that. He gonna bring like that up in film because they got smoked by thirty. Once or twice. <laughs> Once or twice. You did it. Light work. All right. Not really in the game. What about JT Thors? This was his first NBA basket. This is how you. This is how you welcome people to the league, Mr. Drummond. My name is JT Thor, and I welcome myself to the league. I know, so he's welcoming himself. That's not how you get welcome. He's like, I am welcoming myself. Anybody? Anybody? Myself yeah, to the league. Thor, not the hammer. You, I, got, I pick it up with your throw it down. Fall over. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know? Well, that, that's, that's, that's pretty good, Vince. That was being the first ever. And then you got that's John cool. the Baptist. That's cool. All the Jalen Brown, Miles and, Bridges. And then, they've already I'm, entered I'm the upper room, right, Vince? Yeah, I tore back and forth. Yeah, I'm touring back between OB, right between the legs with the glide and John the Baptist with a little excuse me, miss. <laughs> we bump a little bit and dunk, but um, let's hope. Let's uh, security. security. I, I said security. <laughs> I, I say security. <laughs> Open the velvet ropes for John the Baptist. Oh, oh. welcome, welcome to my to the upper for room. All right, coming up next on NBA Today, after we see John one more time. My goodness, he just let it roar. Upper room, baby. Oh, and I see the offhand. You're right, there was contact. You that see is it? a. Look at, look at, you see the contact? One yeah. shot yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. My goodness. All right. Well, I've done that once. I don't know if we're going to see quite something that half dunk half amazing again in this show but we are going to see lebron james and russell westbrook because they have not had the start that they maybe would have liked to have to the season but there's still some good things that take time right so we dive deeper into the good the bad the ugly with the two lakers stars keep it locked on nba today live from los angeles welcome back to nba today We got a bunch of guys that knows what it takes to win. 
we need Russ to be Russ. That's why we got him. One of the most beautiful releases I've seen. Carmelo Anthony, star of the night. We all know how great Anthony Davis is. AG for a spectacular dunk. I have to prove to my teammates that I am the leader, that I say I am. The ultimate goal is to win a championship. So the Lakers return to action tonight, and they're coming off that game against the Celtics that LeBron, remember, he said that that could have been their best all-around game of the season. And when we talk about the Lakers, we're usually talking about the big three, right? We're talking about AD, LeBron, Russ. Sometimes we add Carmelo in there. But our Dave McMenamin, he took a closer look at their possibly, potentially, when all goes right, a dynamic duo. There's evidence that this works. For a one-minute, 39-second span against Cleveland back in October, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook showed they can be the two-headed, turbo-charging, floor-commanding, do-everything duo the Lakers envisioned. And a little showtime at the end to put an exclamation on it. But the sample size is minuscule. Westbrook is the latest ball-dominant playmaker that James is attempting to mesh his game with after it worked in Miami with Dwayne Wade. And we told y'all, we was gonna be champions, man. And in Cleveland with Kyrie Irving. Locked, James out of nowhere. Irving puts it up, let's go! Kyrie Irving from downtown! Her name's me, that's in history, man. Never thought I'd be here. Similar success could come for James and Westbrook, However, there's been precious little training ground since L.A. landed Mr. Triple-Double. LeBron's missed half the season because of injuries, a suspension, and health and safety protocols. The jury is still out. What the hell is going on with the Lakers? To speed up their acclimation process, the Lakers decided to pick up the pace. More instincts, less thinking. Two of the best open court players of their generation getting a neon green light to get it and go, go, go. Down it goes, Laker transition. But the muscle car attack the Lakers built has either sputtered out of control too often with Russ and LeBron's turnovers or run out of fuel as LA's dormant defense hasn't produced the requisite stops to spark the opportunities to push it. You understand bumps in the road. And one thing I live by is never, never, never panic. Don't panic. The question is, with LeBron healthy and Westbrook more acclimated to LA, is the runway finally cleared for this Lakers team to take off? The ride is about to begin. Thank you so much, Dave. He also wrote a piece that's accompanying that on ESPN.com. And it's fascinating, right? I, my favorite part is when one GM compares Russell Westbrook to Allen Iverson. And then Russell Westbrook says, no, because no one has ever seen a player like me. So, Janae, <laughs> what's the key to making the Lakers work with Russell Westbrook? So I'm going to make it very, very simple. Break it this down. This is Russell Westbrook's greatest strength. And I want to get my graphic, Producer Schwartz, throw it up there. Two years ago when Russ was on the Rockets, they were second in pace. Mm. A year ago when he was on the Wizards, 
21st in pace. Last year, a year ago, the Lakers were 21st in pace, and look at them now, second in pace. That is Russell Westbrook right there. And if you want to know what it looks like, give me my tape. Producer Kwaku, baby! This is what it looks like in action. I mean, it's, it's a casual sort of jog down, but he sees an open lane along the left side. Attacks! This is what you want when LeBron James, a lot of people were saying, you need someone, he's out. You need someone to carry the weight. Guess what? He's doing exactly that. Quick rebound, quick outlet, three-on-one scenario. What is he going to do? He's not afraid of anybody in the league, but he can distribute as well. You talked about Mr. Triple-Double. You know, and that's the confidence he brings. Again, in transition, they've got numbers, a lot of space, reading the trail player, and that happens to be a nice, beautiful, believe LeBron James. So realistically, the pace changes quickly and efficiently when Russ steps on the court. Now, his shooting, I know a lot of people are critical of that, but overall for the Lakers, they needed a secondary ball handler. You got that, mm. and you're getting more possessions, and that's exactly what they'll need in the playoffs, especially especially when you have players missing games in the regular season, too. Well, and in this article, right, they dive into the fact, it's, Dave dives into the fact that, okay, when LeBron was on Miami, there was actually some early struggles that they had with Dwayne Wade, with him needing to, they needed to get out of each other's, they were trying to get out of each other's way too much, is what yeah. David Fisdale said. So, Perk, what needs to happen for the Lakers to maximize Russ. Well, I think we, we watch, we are watching it happen. Mm. Before LeBron had to go into the protocol situation, right, you look at the game before that, the big three played phenomenal. Him and Russ were unstoppable. And then when you look at that last game against the Celtics, you see Russell Westbrook rocking the cradle. That means he did not settle. I thought he did an excellent job of getting to the paint and imposing his will. They were sagging off. He took up the space. When they wasn't guarding him and LeBron James had the ball, he was cutting and moving without the ball. Same with LeBron James. Here's the thing that they have to do. It can't be I'm going to stand on the perimeter and wait for a pass and shoot a three-point shot because that's not their strengths. And when you go back and look at the Miami Heat days with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, we saw a lot of what? A lot of a lot of bully ball, a lot of post-ups, a lot of cutting without the basketball. What's going on, Shanae? You know, it's great because you said, you know, take up the space as, you know, basketball players, all three of us here, plus Malika Honorary, right? Hey. We talk about eating up the space. If you're a post player, you mm. eat up the space. I that's why you, eat up, space. you <laughs> eat up the space. I, I love it. But that's exactly what Russ does, and it's different because he does it as a guard where we're used to seeing it from mm -hmm. post. But that's why he has pain points. Okay, so we're talking about Russ and we're talking about LeBron, but you can't talk about the Lakers and not talk about Anthony Davis, Vince. So what's the biggest key to making the big three, not just the big two, work here? Well, number one, let's start with this. They can't turn the ball over. They, they, that's number one. I Open mean, you shot. can be yep. great basketball team, but you cannot turn the ball over. Next, you know, you, when LeBron went down, you said, okay, can, can Russ now figure out how to play and play better? He's done that. Now we're asking AD to come out and be top five player in the world, and he has that potential. Now they're putting together. So you, we're seeing three or four games now where they've put it all together. I want to see the body of work through 10 games. Yeah, you guys know, Kirk, Shanae, over the body of work in 10 games, that's when you, you, you kind of know who you are and if you got the changes that you needed to make and if you're clicking as a team because they now figure out have figured out what they want to be, who they want to be, how they want to play. Now, 10, 10 games or so, you say, okay, uh, this is who we are. This is what we've done. You know, we, fought, we fell here, but we have the gist of what we want to be. My concern in the beginning of the year is they are Hall of, future Hall of Famers. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Will they care about the regular season enough to not limp into the postseason and still have a home court advantage? Because I feel like if they get home court advantage, they will be just fine. Just getting in to get in, you can run against a young team that has nothing to lose in a game six, game seven, and knock you off. You know what I'm saying? So I I think they'll be fine in the playoffs. But right now, let's see how they do now for five or six more games. Have they all put it together for sure? Well, and you can't meander too much, right, throughout the regular season. We saw it with Brooklyn last season where they just couldn't get healthy enough to get everyone on the floor together in the regular season. Mm-hmm. That translated to the postseason. Obviously, it's not one for one, but you do. You want to get that sample size because LeBron James said, as I mentioned earlier, that the last game they played against the Celtics, he felt that that was their most complete game possibly mm-hmm. of the season. And you could see it. You could see the chemistry on the floor. You saw the rock, the baby, all of that. But they need to now build it over time. And in Dave McMenamin's reporting, he says everything is on the table. The coaching staff has come together and said, we might be changing things and doing all this stuff on the fly to see what works. But they need to continue to find what works, figure it out now so they can get some reps under their belt. Right, Vince? Agree. And and to Perk's point some some weeks ago, adding Dwight Howard to to the center position starting has been major for them. Now AD goes back to the four. There's no thinking. You go play. You go dominate. And look at where their team is now. So uh, I, I agree with you, Malika, and I, I agree with Perk. Uh, I haven't had a chance to say it for a while, but Dwight adding Dwight to that to that uh, mix in that starting group has been uh, a major factor. Well, speaking of major, John Collins dunk, that was major. So you can see the newest member of the upper room, Vince, yes. in our first game of our Friday doubleheader, John Collins, or should we just say John the Baptist at this point in the Hawks <laughs> at 7.30. That's followed by the Celtics and the Suns. Our coverage starts with NBA Countdown. That's at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. But don't worry, we still have much more show to come because Houston has no problem Ace lately. Town. Ace Town, Seven baby. straight wins. It's a good thing we have our resident Houstonians. Yes. Houstonians. Shout out to Cypress, Texas. Yeah, shout out to Beaumont, Texas. We'll get into that <laughs> coming up after this. Oh nine, baby. I can't do this don't give up thing all by myself. This whole fight, this journey thing is not a solo venture. This is something that requires support. The V Foundation established the Stuart Scott Memorial Fund seven years ago, helping to support minority scientists and to better understand the cancer disparities experienced by patients from minority, ethnic, or racial populations. ESPN and the V Foundation are proud to support this fund in Stuart's honor. And you can support as well by visiting v.org slash Stuart. Welcome back to NBA Today. It was a great finish in Toronto last night. Raptors down by one late. Alexander on him. Two seconds. Fred puts it up with the left. Fingertips, so it is no basket. The game is over. Oh, 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that is over. heartbreaking, mm. heartbreaking. All right, let's go coast to coast because I, I can't look at that anymore. Oh, they celebrated and it was so sweet and it was great. Mm. But the Rockets, let's they go. won their seventh straight game against Ooh. the KPUS Nets. Chanae, our Houston resident, Houston became the first team, like you mentioned, seven game streak Oops. in the same season as a 15 game losing streak. Uh, a lot of international players on that squad. November 24th. <laughs> Since then, fifth best offense in the NBA. Let's Ooh. go. Well, and they did show a lot of love to see James what I did Harden. I love that it. was nice to see. <laughs> All right. Well, we cursed the Bucks. We really did. The Bucks lost their first game when Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday all played thanks to a career-high 28 points from Caleb Martin. And get this, Perk. He's Bang. playing on a two-way contract. On a what? On a two-way contract. I mean, when you look at the Miami Heat, they always find those. So you're saying gym. that should be a one-way contract now. All right, the Cavs shut down the Bulls thanks to five blocks from Evan Mobley, who became the first uh. Cavs rookie with five blocks since LeBron James. And you guys, fun fact, Mobley uh. now has just two fewer blocks than personal fouls on the season. That doesn't totally make sense today. See, the rookie of the year. You know, I had Scotty Barnes, but Mobley might do it just by his versatility. Okay. Well, then you have Donovan Mitchell. He had 36 in Utah's blowout win at Minnesota. This was Mitchell's fourth straight game, scoring at least 30 points. It's light work. That ties the longest such streak of his career. And after the loss, Anthony Edwards, he had a suggestion for his teammate, Carl Anthony Towns. I told Cat the best way to beat it. Um, you got to go quick. I told him at halftime, like, you waiting on the double. Like, you telling him, yeah, come double me. Now it's like, you're the best player, best player on the floor. You, they take you out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, then when they double you, they not rotating. They stand with me and making everybody else beat you. So I just told him, like, you got to go quick. All right. Mm. Well, he wasn't really holding back on that one. What do you think of his comments, Perk? Look. He was right, and I agree with him. But I will say this. Minnesota, you have been looking for a franchise guy since KG has left. And Anthony Edwards is that guy. You got to hold on to him for dear life. I don't care if you trade the, the rest of the roster. Make sure you hold on to Anthony Edwards. And, That's what I have and what we both say, never change. Don't change, young man. Like, we, we entertainment, the honesty. We, we love the honesty and the entertainment he provides, you know, on and off the court. But he backs it up with his work on the floor. So well, and we will say, you know, he, he may be right, right? In this situation, looking at the tape, there's some examples. Yeah, he may be right. He also said he did talk to Carl Anthony Towns about this. No Carl a little bit, not super well. He tends to be a guy who responds best when you just go and talk to him about it face to face, mm -hmm. right? They know his personality. But they know his personality. And he's young. And he's young. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing the Timberwolves. They're better than a lot of teams thought they were going to be. You guys going to be watching on Saturday night? Because oh, I'm going to be watching on Saturday night. ABC and ESPN. Steph Curry takes aim at the all-time three-point record against his brother Seth in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. And our coverage starts with NBA Countdown at 8 Eastern. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
So 17 years ago today, we saw maybe the greatest 33-second stretch in NBA uh, history. Tracy McGrady, 13 points uh, in 33 seconds. I keep telling the people he was KD before KD. Shout out to all the kids that know about the Big Macs for T-Mac. You were out there today? Oh, yes. I had mine. <laughs> like, I, things, I, like I, I had, had, I had a few too. Oh, you? you? Yeah, we know. <laughs> My gosh. That was something. This means war. NFL Live is next, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. The Upper Room. <laughs>